0: My journey with cancer.
1: I've discovered a golden truth that from the start I was in your heart. A revelation that changed my world. That from round one I am God's son. To be sure.
0: cancer sufferer. I'm a human being with cancer. It's my belief that God has called me to be frank and open about my cancer and my journey, whether it be long or short, to tell the world what it's like to have cancer and to walk that journey and to share with anyone who will listen what God can do, so that you can see what cancer treatment is like. For many of us, it's a mystery, and it's a frightening thing, but it isn't. It doesn't have to be. And if you listen to my journey, it might give you hope in yours. Pops, yeah, we'd love to come on the journey with you. Amen. A Merry Christmas to everyone. I know you won't be listening to this show on Christmas Day, or even in the Christmas period, but today for me, it's Christmas Day. I'm Pops, I'm speaking to you again from my home in Yorkshire, and today is a very special day. It's been a lovely day really, no church in the morning, I'm afraid there are just too many coughs and colds about to be safe. The chemotherapy reduces your immunity, it makes you subject to infection, sometimes from surprising sources. One of the first things banned from our household were mushrooms. Because of course the spores can get into your lungs and with lowered immunity can start a fungal infection in the lungs. So mushrooms are gone. But today was special because it was a family day. We were invited by our youngest daughter Lynn to go around for dinner. And she invited Wendy, my older daughter and her partner. And so we had a lovely day together. Lynn, Jamie and Lucas, my grandson, Wendy and Simon. She prepared a lovely meal, roast beef, stuffing, Yorkshire puddings, pigs in blankets, roast potatoes, vegetables galore. Partly because of um, the lingering problems with IBS, but also partly with the effects of chemotherapy putting me off food. I wasn't able to really get stuck in and indulge myself. But I had a little bit of everything and I so enjoyed that meal. Lucas five months of age entertained us for the afternoon (laughs) it's so amazing to see a young life blossoming and from that tiny helpless babe five months ago we now have uh, a little man who has opinions and he will let you know what those opinions are I have no idea what they are but he will let you know he shouts, he laughs, he giggles he won't stay on his tummy he rolls back onto his back every time But his antics are so amazing and you see that striving for life in such a tiny little body and see the perfection of tiny little fingers and toes see him working things out he's now noticed that grown-ups regularly put things to their mouths that he doesn't seem to get a share of and his interest has been piqued in solid food Soon, very soon, he'll find the delights of baby rice and things like that. We had a lovely afternoon. then sent me home with a doggy bag of all the things I couldn't eat, so I can enjoy them another day. But because it's Christmas, I was just reflecting on what Christmas really means. One of the first things that Christmas means to me is it's my birthday. Not my real birthday, not my physical birthday, but my spiritual birthday. 46 years ago, as I mentioned in our very first programme, 46 years ago, I knelt down in a police cell and gave my life to the Lord Jesus. I gave him all of it. Every last bit. The good bits, the bad bits, the downright ugly bits. And now I have to wonder, did I do the right thing? Sitting here, Christmas Day, 2018 with five secondary tumours growing in my chest one of which is on my heart with a chemotherapy surging through my veins wreaking havoc with my digestion with um, my joints with every breath being a strain and never quite feeling that I've drawn enough in to get the oxygen I need I suppose I could be forgiven for asking was I right to take that risk all those years ago was I right to offer him Everything I am to do with as he wished. Today is the birthday of Christ Jesus, the Lord of Glory. He was born in a stable. And when you read the Christmas story, it's easy to romanticise it. It's easy to get caught up in all the mush of the Christian Christmas. There is a fact, a kernel of truth at the very heart of Christmas. You see, God, the most supreme being, In the whole of the universe God the omnipotent All powerful All seeing All knowing Somehow as the hymn says Contracted for a span To become incomprehensibly made man And I cannot understand that I I get part of the way But the rest I just have to take on faith That the creator And master of the universe Became a baby in a stable Because he wanted to rescue me To rescue anyone who would come to him. And to me, Christmas time is a key time. You see, I reckon that if you could just accept the incarnation as it's called. That Jesus is God, born in the body of a man. Dying in the body of a man. If you can accept that, then all the other lavish claims of the New Testament become quite ordinary. If the God of the universe can become a baby surely that same God can heal a cancer, raise the dead, take away your depression. The things that so often stick in our throats, the difficult to believe bits, actually become quite believable if you realise what happened that Christmas night. Believe that, and yes, he could heal me instantaneously, and that would be okay. Or, he could heal me in a less dramatic way, and let the chemotherapy work, let all the drugs that the doctors give me, do their job and eradicate the cancer from my body. And though it's a long and dark road through chemotherapy, yes, that would be okay too. But you see, if you can accept all that the Christmas story means and all it implies about the New Testament and the stories of Jesus and his death and his resurrection and his promises, then God could choose to let me die. He could choose not to intervene, to let the cancer run its course let my life on earth expire. And you know what? I've realised, because of Christmas, because of what God has done, yes, even that, that would be okay too. I don't think I should say any more at this point. To do so would rob the moment. So because it's Christmas, we're going to listen to a carol. I know you won't be listening to this at Christmas time, but this is my Christmas show.
2: (laughs) In the bleak middle winter and wind, made more. I stood high.
0: this particular carol, so sit back and just enjoy it with me. Don't ban the netwellmans.
2: Heaven cannot hold him No earth sustain uh oh.
0: On Christmas morning, Beryl Polden always broadcasts live on Flame CCR and her Prepared to Worship programme goes out live across the internet at 9am. Thanks to the wonders of the internet, I too can listen to her in Yorkshire. So, join me as I listen to the first part of Beryl's Christmas programme. You're listening to Beryl Polden on Flame Radio 1521 Medium Wave with a program Prepared to Worship. I'm going to start this morning with our primary reason for today. It is that we have come to worship the Lord Jesus Christ, no longer a baby, although that's what we celebrate at this time of year, but who grew to be a man and to live and to die according to his father's will and thereby fulfilled the meaning of his name which was saviour this is the day that the saviour was born christians awake salute the happy morn You've been listening to my journey through cancer, so I'd like to invite you to join me next week at the same place on the dial, at the same time, and walk a while with me. And I personally trust it will be a long, long series because I want to be around for a long time. If you've found what you've heard today helpful, if it's brought up issues in your life, then why not phone in to the Flame Studios? if you want to talk to me in particular then flame will pass your contact details on to me and i will be happy to talk to you as soon as i can
1: jesus this means everything to me in you i have my true identity jesus this means everything to me and you i have my true